And now, this is Your Health with Dr. Burgundy Collins. So, but um, if you happen to find yourself kind of spiraling out of control, you know, emotionally, you find yourself uh, in a depressed state, um, there are things that you can do to, to help fight off your depression. Now, when I say depression, there are two, really two types of depression. You can have like the regular depression. Um, not regular depression, but the depression mood disorder. Um, it's not a DSM diagnosis. Um, it's just a prominent, persistent, depressed mood that you feel um, for at least two weeks. Um, you have a mood loss, you lost the pressure, pleasure for at least two weeks, and you have um, at least four of the symptoms of depression, which um, can be either fatigue, a, a sense of worthlessness, poor appetite, uncontrollable crying, oversleeping, a feeling of hopelessness, lack of energy, loss of energy, lack of concentration. Um, also feelings of suicide or suicide attempts or physical symptoms such as headaches, chronic pain, difficulty sleeping, the list goes on and on and on. And it's really, it's really a big deal. It's the leading cause of disability in the United States and affects 14.8 million people in the United States, which is about almost 10% of our population. Um, the median age for depression, believe it or not, is 32 years old. With major depression, um, which is again the DSM diagnosis, you probably, which means you probably have gone to a doctor about it because you've had those symptoms for longer than two weeks as well, and the the symptoms are really more severe than just the regular like I just feel bad about myself, I hate myself, I'm sad, or I don't look good today. Like these are really serious. Um, but the symptoms the symptoms really persist, and you really are beginning to like have those thoughts killing yourself or hurting somebody else or things of that nature. And most times um, when you do have major depression, what happens? You know, you're, you're, you're prescribed something, right? So most people are prescribed either Prozac, Prozolov, uh, Paxil, Selexa, Lexapro. Those are the most common um, types of medications for depression, the more common um, antidepressants. And just a quick stat from the Mayo Clinic, 70% of Americans take prescription drugs, which probably includes you, listening, you probably take prescription drugs. Uh, one in five people are on more than five medications. I hope you're not in that category. I really do. Um, however, one in 10 Americans take an antidepressant. And that stat was from, 2000, from 2014. So it's 2015 now, so I'm pretty sure that number is higher. Um, this stat came off the CDC, but this is the most that that they had up there. And again, the major types of uh, those drugs are like Prozac, Selexa, Paxil, Zoloft, Lexapro, those types of, uh, of medication. So um, less than one third of Americans who are taking a single antidepressant have even seen a mental health professional in the past year. So more more people are taking meds than those who've actually, actually gone and talked to somebody to try to get a different perspective, maybe change their mental or attitude um, about whatever issues that they're they're going through. So it's really important to find a mental health professional that you can speak with if you, you feel like as though you might be depressed. Okay, now for those who are taking the medication, um, the side effects that they experience are sometimes worse than, than the depression. And as someone who is not taking an antidepressant, who is not um, labeled to be um, depressed, I can't tell you to not take your medication because not my place, but I have, and I will, you know, be a pro. I have, you know, been prescribed Lexapro, um, 
know, so many years ago. But I think I only took it for like a couple of weeks and I didn't like the side effects, so I stopped taking it. And turned out that the doctor was wrong. I didn't even have depression. I had uh, the anxiety I felt wasn't due to like the mental stuff. It's because I was drinking too much Red Bull. Yeah, that's another that's another story for another day. I was like oh then on the Red Bull. Like I was drinking several Red Bulls a day. It was really, it was really ridiculous. I also have all types of anxiety attacks. I also have heart palpitation. Like it was ridiculous, but it was due to the Red Bull. They thought I I was. Whatever. That's, like I said, that's another conversation for another day. So if you are taking my antidepressant, because you do have depression, some of the side effects that you will experience would be um, either nausea, loss of appetite, or even weight gain, um, which will probably make you more depressed. Um, loss of sexual desire and other sexual problems like erectile dysfunction or inability to orgasm, which again would probably further depression. Um, let's be real about it, okay? Uh, fatigue and drowsiness, insomnia, dry mouth, blurred vision, constipation, dizziness, agitation, irritability, anxiety are the most common side effects of taking antidepressants. Which sounds a lot like you took know, depression in the first place. But I have an alternative for you. Like I said, I cannot tell you not to take your medication. I'm not going to tell you that. It's not my place. I'm not going to do that. Although I'm a doctor, I'm not your doctor. I'm not going to tell you what to do. But I will suggest to you that you, if you have not, that you have a, a, a any type of depression, whether it be mild or severe, that you simply input into your routine and just try it out, see if it works for you. Include exercise, physical exercise, into your routine and see if it does not help your, your your mental attitude, your mental state, your depression. Because studies have shown that mild to moderate forms of depression can be treated with exercise. Yay! And it's free. Exercise will cost you a thing. I mean, no side effects. No side effects of exercise, except for not being able to squat to use the bathroom after leg day. Or not being able to walk up the step or down the step after leg day. <laughs> Those are the side effects of exercise. And they're not bad. They're not bad. Once you get, yeah, leg day. Yeah. Leg day is tomorrow for me. I'm anticipating it. I'm happily anticipating See, that's that positive mental attitude going out there. I'm anticipating that although my body's like, ooh, girl, no, we're going to be hurting tomorrow for this stuff. Okay. <laughs> now, let me tell you how exercise can help out with your depression or the sad state. Don't want to say you're depressed. Um, when you exercise, endorphins are released and it reduces the pain to brain's perception of pain. Yeah. They act as analgesic and they bind on pain receptors. Now, these endorphins trigger a positive feeling in the body, and you get like a euphoric feeling, uh, runner's high, the phrase that people like to use, and they act as sedatives. They do. The endorphins, they boost your mood, they reduce your stress, they ward off anxiety and depression. Um, exercise, you know what it also does that also helps out with your perception of yourself and your situation in life? Is it, it boosts your self-esteem. When you exercise, you feel great about yourself. You feel great because you have increased muscle tone and strength. Your body looks better. You look more fit. You feel healthier. You look healthier. Um, it increases your energy levels. Your heart is stronger. You're able to sleep better. It lowers your blood pressure, reduces your body fat, which makes everybody happy. It would make anybody happy. You get to look good. You feel good about yourself. The psychological benefits of exercise, I just gave you like the, the physical benefits 
um, that you gain confidence for yourself. You feel great. You feel good. I know when I exercise, I feel so much better about myself. I'm getting older. Um, yeah, I got a big number. 4-0 is like, it's, it's a few years away. I'm not going to say I'll be 40 tomorrow. It's a few years away, but it's there. There. And I'm just trying to keep my sexy. Like I'm, I'm trying to look like I'm physically, I want to still look like I'm 25 and so far, so good, but 40s in, I hear you turn 40, all, all types of things happen. So anyway, <laughs> work it out, um, you gain confidence, and it also takes your mind off your worries. Exercise is a wonderful distraction. I'm telling you, from personal experience, exercise is a great way to distract yourself. I have been so stressed out at points in my life and so upset and hurt about various things in my life, and I get on a treadmill or I get on a trail. And I just run. And sometimes when I'm running, I'm thinking about why I'm stressed and I'm crying sometimes. And I'm just like, oh, and I'm running hard and strong and fast. And just like, ah, just like going crazy, running as hard as I can just to like get rid of like the built up pressure that I feel. And then as I'm exercising, I'm running, I start to forget what I was so upset about. And I'm no longer crying. And I'm just feeling good. I'm feeling euphoric. I'm starting to think positive. I'm starting to just think about other things while I'm in there or out there running and exercising. I'm feeling good about myself. I'm looking forward to things. So it's a great distraction to work out. Also, you get more social interaction, especially if you're in a gym or if you happen to uh, to exercise um, like outside, like consistently, you know, all the time. Um, you see the same people, you develop friendships, or you see the same guy or girl on the trail, and you always start to speak and say, hi, how are you doing? You know, as you run, run past each other, it's, you know, you may, you know, even develop a friendship with them. Even in the gym, you meet people, somebody, you know, may try to give you a little tip about, you know, how you're listening or something like that, you develop friendships, or you might find like a meetup group or a group of people who like to exercise, and y'all exercise together, and it's just a great way to just interact with people socially which also helps um, your mood and your your feeling of having a good self-esteem and thwarting out those anxiety and depressed feelings. And it's also a very healthy way to cope um, when you exercise. Instead of turning to drugs or alcohol or a person or sex or something, you're coping with your stress and your problems in a positive manner. Exercise is a great way, it's a healthy way for you to cope with your depression or your stress. Now, if you're not a runner like I am, and you just want to just do like moderate exercise, you don't want to be out there running like a maniac on the treadmill, like your girl here, <laughs> you could bike. Bike it is moderate. Um, so it's dancing. Have like a little dance party. You know, some old type of music up in your house. You're just jamming along a little bit. And it's fun. If you have like one of those Let's Dance video games, hey, hop on it and just get busy. You. It'll do wonders for your for your mood. I'm also I'm gardening is an example of moderate exercise because you're out there you're you're digging and you're pulling and that's exercise. You can consider that to be exercise. I give you permission. You can. I'm um, golf is exercise if you are walking, not using a cart. Okay. Yeah. If you use a cart, I don't. I would consider that exercise. It's a sport. Maybe I don't know, but yeah, walk. I would consider it to be moderate exercise if you walk. 
Um, another, another form of modern exercise, you probably do not think about it, your mother, I'm sure, would consider. Housework. Yes. You ever try to vacuum or sweep or mop? Whew. I don't know about you, but I work up a sweat. Even for my house, is a disgusting. My, my floor doesn't have to be disgusting for me to work up a sweat. And even like laundry, if you're not blessed to have like a wash and dryer in the house, you can like go up or down a flight of steps or actually out the door into a facility. Yeah, carrying and lifting up loads, that is exercise. Okay, so housework does count for all you stay at home moms or anybody with the responsibility of keeping your house together. It is, it's, it's moderate exercise. You can, you can count it. I give you permission. Also, jogging at a moderate pace, um, low-impact low aerobics, of course, things like tennis, swimming, walking, yoga, and also yard work. You can consider yard work as moderate exercise. Again, I give you permission. You do burn calories if you're out there mowing or raking or this time of year blowing snow or shoveling it. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot of snow this year. So much snow. I love the snow, but I hate to drive in it. hate it. It's so annoying. But that's, that's neither here nor there because we talk about health and wellness, not for women. So anyway, I'm just giving you like a long um, list of moderate exercises you can do to, to, to fight off your depression, to fight off those negative moods, and to keep your immune system nice and strong, and keep your positive mental attitude way up there. Because you have to think positive, you have to work out, all these things really, really help um, your immune system. Because again, we have that psycho, neuroimmunology. Mm-hmm. Immunology, yeah, they're all connected, right? So your mind connects to your body, and everybody's interacting with each other, and each system affects the other. Do your best to maintain a positive mental attitude to decrease the stress in your life. I'm um, eliminate the stinking thinking, the bad thinking, think happy, happy thoughts, and get lots of exercise, whether it be moderate or hardcore, like I do. Like that. <laughs> so thank you for listening to this episode of This Is Your Health uh, with me, Dr. Burgundy. I hope you enjoyed today's show. So uh, uh, tell a friend, bring a friend next time and check out the podcast. It's been my pleasure and my honor um, to hang out with you and share some information and connect the dots for you. I hope you benefited uh, as I benefited as well. God bless and I will chat with you in the next episode of This Is Your Health. Submit your health-related questions on Twitter and Facebook now at Dr. Burgundy. That's D-R-B-U-R-G-A-N-D-I.